0: Hi, you're listening to Books Overlooks, and I'm your Tita Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the third episode of Books Overlooks. I'm your host, Tita, and I know this quarantine thing has driven some of us nuts, but just know that it'll get better eventually, or at least I hope so. Anyway, without wasting your precious time, I'm gonna talk about Radio Sans. So Radio Sans is a contemporary fiction, it's a young adult, and was first first published in 2016 by Alice Osman. It follows our main character, Frances Genvier, if I pronounce her last name right, I think. And uh, Frances is, is British Ethiopian, her dad is Ethiopian, her mom is British, they are separated and she lives with her mom here in Kent, England. So she's 17 and attends this academy where she's, where she's in year 12 and a head girl. Now we don't have the concept of a head girl here, at least not in my school, but the best way I can describe it is just like student president, perhaps. So. Everyone at school sees her as this like study machine or a nerd, which, to be fair, she is. And she even says it's herself that she is. Um, she's applying to Cambridge, so that's just one thing that people know about her. But there's this unknown side to her, and that is the fact that she's obsessed with this YouTube podcast show. It's like sci-fi, and one of the mystery of the show is that no one really knows who the creator is. It's just audio. No one really knows about it. So one day she finds out that one, the creator of the show is like a far, far friend. I don't know how to describe it in English, but he's, he's Aled last, and Aled is actually the twin brother of her former friend Karis, who ran away from home. Okay, to explain, when Frances was, I want to say, 15, she was friends with Karis. They took the tube together and stuff. And one day, Carrie's just ran away. So this book really just kind of follows um, the friendship of Aled and Francis and having something as like a common ground, like a foundation of their friendship. And it kind of followed from there. You know, that podcast was kind of like something that connected them. And again, it's really just about their friendship. So this book deals with some of the things that I think are incredibly done. Um, Including like a platonic platonic friendship, academic pressure and future plans, and as well as the internet fandom, just to name a few things that I think that I think this book has done really well. Another very notable and important thing is representation and diversity. Again, very incredible, and I'll talk to that more as I explain. So, if those sound like something that interests you, please go check it out. I did give this book five stars because I think it's absolutely perfect. And I just I love it so so much, and I think more of it has to do with the fact that I can relate with every character. But again, please do check it out. I don't want to recommend anything, but just just check it out. It's good. It's actually it's good is a very big understatement, Tita. Okay. Anyway, so I'll be giving my um, thoughts, but it's not going to be spoilery or anything. So you can still stay if you haven't um, read this book yet. Okay. So um we're gonna follow our generic structure plan um writing character um plot as far as the writing go i actually think it's a bit um mediocre it's very average but we do get a bunch of reflections and moments bits here and there which i think are very profound and very just like represent my feelings very well so that goes to show how authentic or realistic it feels it feels like it, feels, it just feels so realistic, even though the writing was very simplistic. I just, I love it. And as far as the plot goes, it's a it's, it's good plot. It's very well thought out, clearly. Like, Alice, I mean, Alice must have planned this for a bit. Because it just, it intertwined really, really well. And everything seemed connected, which was nice. I... I'm not the biggest fan of the ending though and I'll talk about it later I still give it five stars that doesn't take away that five stars for me and as for the characters I love the characters I think we established a great um, group of characters that are very genuine very caring of each other and specifically Francis, I love her she's she's awesome um, just every character in this feels very realistic and I can definitely relate to them and even like in some form or another but mostly with Francis but all of the characters are really really refreshing they don't feel very generic or very stereotypical like the other ones I've seen they just feel right and they, every each and one of them has like a place to be there so overall absolutely fantastic book I just love it. Again, I don't want to say just like straight up to your face that you have to read it, but you do kind of have to read it. It's really good. So that's all I have to say for the non-spoiler discussion. I am making this podcast a lot shorter than I normally would. So I hope that sums up quite well. If you haven't um, read this book yet, you can leave now, or perhaps you don't mind being spoiled, then you can still continue listening to this podcast. And I'll, I'll spoil you. I'll like, I'll happily spoil you. So bye, non-spoilery people. So that comes to an end to my non-spoilery overview of Radio Science. If you haven't checked this book out yet, please do so. And if you don't mind being spoiled, then you're more than welcome to stay. so let's continue on with our our review right shall we i don't know (laughs) i mean if you're still saying wow thank you um i noticed that not a lot of people say but anyway i'm still i'm still doing this just because i like doing it okay anyway i've actually established a new like system of reviewing i don't actually want to review the same way i did before like the writing character plot um in turtles and frankly now I'm, i kind of i kind of want to do a new thing and this new thing is called Tita no longer rambles um bullet point structure so yeah i'm gonna basically go over some important points that i think um are worth mentioning and then I'll elaborate letter le- letter i'll elaborate later and so yeah I- i'm just trying this new thing and i hope it it can save some of your time and I'll you know, get my main points across a lot more like, efficient and faster. So let's go. So there are numerous things that I want to talk about. Um, this book made a really good point on one person one label. Now what I do I mean about one person one label? It's just it really points out how people like to perceive other people with like one thing or one noun or one adjective. For instance, she's a nerd, he's a jock. But in reality, people are so much more than that. We We just don't see it. And just because we don't see it doesn't mean we should associate people with like one thing and just like attach every stereotype of that thing to that person because that person is not one thing. They are people and they have feelings. So I think this book established a really, really good point on that. Another thing that I really like about this book is the representation and the diversity. The book um, has like two significant characters that are like, and like 10 overall characters-ish. I, I didn't really count, but that's my estimation, like estimate. Um, anyway, so the diversity in this book was really, really well done in a way that even though our main character is a minority, she's British, Ethiopian, she's bisexual, which I love. It's always good knowing you have a chance with, with a person, um, with a character you're reading. Anyway, so even though she's a minority, what I like about this book is that it doesn't really um, make it like a huge deal. Like it's a part of her identity, yes, but it's not what her life revolves around. I love that. It's so great. um, And... I'm I'm not saying this to like to put down some other works I've seen but it's just sometimes when the main uh, when the main characters has like main character's identity is one or the other they always seem to make like their entire life seems to revolve around that even though I don't think that's the case for a lot of people yes it is a big part of you but your life uh, it doesn't dictate like your life Not entirely, although I would also argue argue that in some cases it does, but it's not always that way, if that makes sense. And this character has like different uh, sexual orientations. Obviously our main character is bisexual, Daniel is homosexual, and then we have Alet who is demisexual, which I didn't even know existed until I read this book. It's very interesting and it it's really it's truly insightful in terms of like giving you these insights to new new sexualities that I didn't even know existed, so it's super interesting and obviously in this, um ethnicity as well i can't pronounce that word and it's just it's nice overall everybody feels like they they belong in the book and that they have a place and they um, contribute to the plot in one way or another as opposed to just like the author just throwing one Asian character hoping, oh my book is diverse. It genuinely feels like everybody um, has a place in the book and contributes one way or another. So I, I love it for that way. Now another thing I love about this book is the platonic friendship. Um, She made it very clear in the beginning that just because she is a girl and now a boy they're not gonna fall in love which I think is, it's I was like what at first um, but then I got like oh actually I was actually really happy that it stayed that way because how many times do you have come across a piece of literature or a movie that has you know two two main characters that are a boy and a girl and they don't fall in love never probably never so it's so rare and it's so refreshing and it I'm so glad it stayed that way because it's just so beautiful seeing how their friendship grow and how they manage to help each other gain confidence and learned um, just be more of themselves when they're around each other it's 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 great I love it and so now we've been very positive with this book now let's talk about a few negatives I have to, I wouldn't really say they're negatives there's just more things that I think if they were if there could have been different then I would like I would have liked it more and that is this book sort of paints Francis as like a savior in some sort. You read it, um you know that Francis came to help Alid and everything just worked out so well in her favor. I don't think that's super realistic. Um, at least like everything it's just it's so easier for her. It's just everything was just right there for her to help and it's so easy and it's resolved really really easily and i don't know man i don't i don't think that's how things actually work or function um obviously i want happy endings for everyone everyone deserves to be happy like y'all deserve every happiness you can get but it's just it works out too easily i think and it yeah if if there were a bit more obstacles then it would have it would be more realistic as opposed to just everything works out really easily. And Francis is the ultimate savior of the book, which is what it was kind of, what I was kind of seeing. But I, that does not take away the five stars of this because I still have a lot more things to talk about. They're very positive. Okay, so that's a negative to kind of split it a, bit, a little bit, just because we've been very positive with this book. So another point that I have to give credit to is the academic um, pressure um that was painted in this book so um she's in so uh, yeah so Frances is in year 12 in england you actually have to go to year 13 before going to college well i don't think i've done enough research but you don't have to or you have to i'm not sure but she's in year 12 and she's like applying to cambridge for english lit right she's studying super hard, getting all A's and stuff, and I just feel her, mate. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard out there. She's just kind of, like, trying, even though she knows that it's good for her, but she's also not doing it from, like, the bottom of her heart, and I can relate to that in, like, a spiritual level. Honestly, it's just the academic pressure presented in this is also noted in, um, Allet, like, he has to go to uni it's it's not he doesn't want to go to uni it's just something that was planned and what his mom's wants as opposed to what he wants and it's it's hard you know um having to like achieve certain things but really not for yourself but for others and it's just i feel him and it's 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 done really nicely it's done very realistically and i think a lot of us maybe if you're listening to this and you're in grade 12 or in you're in uni um, you can really relate that that constant like expectations that people have built upon you kind of push you to do things that you don't really want to do which is i yeah i just i don't i'm i'm lost for words right now because i think the the ap or academic pressure painted hair was so realistic and so relatable and just oh man so another thing that i love about this book is how realistic it feels now i i've said the word realistic a lot in this book but i I truly mean it every feeling that and every stress and every um like issue that she goes um that francis goes goes through is just very general very fundamental teenage high school student problem um, problems that we all go through. And it's it's very universal. And it's just, it's very universal. And it feels very authentic. It doesn't feel like an adult is trying too hard. I genuinely thought that Alice was like 20 for s- some reasons. Because it was, it just, it feels very refreshing. It feels very real to me. Very teenage-ish. And I just found out that Al- Alice actually like, 25 so it's it's a good it's a good age to write about YA if you ask me anyway another thing I love about this book is the universal feeling of not fitting in now as much as we all have friends I have my best friends but sometimes you just can't help it but feel like you don't really fit in I think everybody feels this way I think my friends sometimes feel this way too it's universal you can't really yeah, no matter how like how close you guys are, sometimes you can you can't just help, you can't help it, but just feel this way. Another thing worth mentioning is, um, okay, this is this book made a really good point about when we do things that we love, we become happier versions of our, of ourselves. On page one hundred and twenty four, um, this was when Alec records his podcast. It reads, "It was like listening to a completely different person." No not different just more of alet at a hundred percent Alad being himself i was listening to alet's brain i think this is beautiful it it shows that when we do things that we love we just become like ourselves at like maximum capacity and at like maximum level i it's great now okay this is a bit of um. I, I was- I'm eventually gonna talk about it and, and that is the internet fan- uh, fandom depicted in this book which I think is very realistic. The internet world can get very scary and obviously like, um, what they do with podcasts is that they get fans and fans can get- they are very incredible but sometimes it gets a little bit overwhelming and sometimes just complete crazy and it's what- it's what is depicted here and I think it must be really hard. And it kind of gives you an idea of what these digital creators might go through. And it, sometimes it's very harsh, it's very hard, but they go through that. And you have to realize that they are also people. So the internet fandom is also depicted really nicely. And lastly, I want. Oh, no, I have two other things I want to talk about. Okay. So the cutesy relationship between Alit and Daniel. Wow. Okay, Daniel. I was not expecting to like him, but like at the part where he was in Cambridge and he explained everything, I just I love him. Oh man, Daniel. Oh boy, he's such a great character. He was he was there and their his relationship with Ali was just so beautiful. It's just it's everything I've ever wanted. It's just they kind of they have feelings for each other clearly, but they're not very um, vocal. I wouldn't say vocal. They just. They, like, haven't come to full terms about it, especially for Allet. He was just... It was, like, Daniel explained that he wasn't sure. But in the, end, in the end, it got figured out. And it's just nicely wrapped. And the last point I want to talk about is that we... um, Who we are are the products of our parents. Bit of a weird thing to talk about. But I think this book um really paints how, like, children are products of parents so we take a look over Francis mom she's very caring caring person she's very supportive very lovable I love Francis mom and turns out that Francis is 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 a great great person and then we look at Alex mom who is just crazy man um and then we see Francis uh, I'm I'm sorry we see Caris, and then we see Alex and you just you just see why their lives are so screwed up. It's sometimes because of the parents. So I think I made my points across. I think that's literally all I wanna say. I just I love oh I didn't get to talk about Karis that much and some other characters too. But I I don't want this podcast to be so long, so I guess that wraps up the book. The ending was nice, the plot was good, the character was absolutely amazing. I love everything about this book and that's all I have to say, so I guess I'll talk to you guys later. Bye! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Books Overlooks. I hope you'll have a great day ahead of you, and again, thank you so much, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye!